أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي خلق السماوات والأرض وجعل الظلمات والنور ثم الذين كفروا بربهم يعدلون هو الذي خلاكم من طين ثم قضى أجلا وأجل مسمى عنده ثم أنتم تمترون وهو الله في السماوات وفي الأرض يعلم سركم وجهركم ويعلم ما تكسبون وما ظن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب يوم القيامة إن الله رضوا فضلا على الناس ولكن أكثرهم لا يشكرون وكأي من آية في السماوات والأرض يمرون عليها وهم عنها معرضون قل ادعوا الله وادعوا الرحمن أيما تدعوا فله الأسماء الحسنى ولا تجهر بصلاتك ولا تخافت بها وابتغي بين ذلك سبيلا وقل الحمد لله الذي لم يتخذ ولدا ولم يكن له شريك في الملك ولم يكن له ولي من الذل وكبره تكبيرا الله أكبر كبيرا والحمد لله كثيرا وسبحان الله العظيم وتعالى بكرة وأصيلا أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت بيده الخير وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن سيدنا وسندنا ومولانا وحبيبنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأكرم وأنعم وتفضل على سيدنا وحبيبنا ونبينا وشفيعنا ومولانا محمد بصلاة دائمة مستمرة بدوامك يا دائم يا حي يا قيوم يا من كنت وتكون حيا لا تموت تنام العيون وتنكدر النجوم وأنت حي قيوم لا تأخذك سنة ولا نوم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا رفيع الدرجات يا ذي العرش لا إله إلا أنت وحدك لا شريك لك بك آمنا وعليك توكلنا وإليك أنبنا وإليك المصير صلي وسلم على مبعوث رحمة للعالمين وآله وسلم تسليما كثيرا وبعد My dear brothers and sisters in Iman The world that we live in is a trust in our hands from the creator almighty Allah We were created from this earth and we were driven by the first mistake that our father and mother, Adam and Hawa made back to this earth to live on it and it is decreed by our own choice. But a lesson in the Quran that majority of us seem to pass through and neglect or forget or don't understand is that our living on this earth is not forever. It's for a period Allah will decree for every individual differing from the other. Some might be living the same period but not all the people will live the same time. It is his choice, subhanahu wa ta'ala, for each one of us. The time we live on this earth is a time of trials, tests, difficulties, calamities, anguish, fear, and all that so that we can return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he created us with pure hearts. We, the children of Adam who was made from the earth, 
have a responsibility. Allah has honored us. In the Quran, in Surah Al-Isra, Allah says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولغت كرمنا بني آدم Indeed, we have honored the children of Adam. وحملناهم في البر والبحر And we have carried them on the land and on the sea, walking or driven on the land and sailing on the water wherever it might be. وَرَزَقْنَاهُمْ مِنَ الطَّيِّبَاتِ And we have provided for them from the good of this earth. In anything we need. وَفَضَّلْنَاهُمْ عَلَىٰ كَثِيرٍ مِمَّا خَلَقْنَا تَفْضِيلًا And we have favored them above a lot of other creations and rank them to the highest of ranking so no one is higher than them this is a very significant verse in surah al-isra verse 70 and people should read it reflect upon it it tells a lot it means a lot it gives us something very special so that we can always have a clear vision of who we are and where we came from. I need to know what are we doing here and more important, where are we going next? In a hadith reported by Tabarani, Abdullah ibn Umar al-Khattab radiallahu ta'ala anhumah said and in Nabi sallallahu that the Prophet peace be upon him said the angels said, Ya Rabbana, O our Lord, You gave the children of Adam the earth in this lower well. They eat in it. They drink and they wear and enjoy themselves. And we glorify you. And we thank you. We do not eat, we do not drink, and we do not have any form of pleasure. As you have chosen for them to have the earth and this lower world to live in and enjoy, make the hereafter only for the angels. Imagine. Allah is being asked by the angels, that we, the human beings, have been given a lot to enjoy freely. Like Rahafiddin, whether we believe or not, whether we adhere to the laws or not, we are having it easy according to the Malaika because they are just created to do without any choice. They act upon what they have been commanded without any question. Listen what Allah said to them. قال, the Lord Almighty Allah said, لا أجعل صالح ذرية من خلقت بيدي. لا أجعل. I will never make the righteous among the one whom I have made by my own hands. كمن قلت له كن فيكون. To be equated to the one whom I said to him be and he became. الله أكبر. As if Allah to say, although you were created by kun, without any other material, just you are created kun and you are there. 
individually created in different form of creation as angels. Some angels have less wings than others, some smaller than others, some bigger than others. But because I created you in that way, I will not favor you above the rightest among the one whom I have created by my own hands. This is an honor. No honor can be more greater. Allah called us Bani Adam. Seven times in the Quran is calling Ya Bani Adam. And subhanallah, five times in Surah Al-Araf, telling us not to follow the footstep of shaitan, to dress smartly when we are uh, prostrating before him, to take notice whenever we enter into a place of prayer to always be presentable. One time in Surah Yasin, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, didn't I warn you not to follow the footstep of shaitan? And another place in Surah Al-Isra, which I already recited, we have honored the children of Adam. Allah honored us and warned us not to follow the footstep of shaitan. And he will remind us in the day of judgment. And you know why? Because all the angels whom Allah created by Kun with their height and might and power when Allah has blown the spirit onto the body, the earthly body of Adam, he commanded them all to prostrate. Illa Iblis Abba. Except for Iblis, because he did not realize the magnificence and the magnitude of what Allah is asking for. He refused. What do we call his refusal? Of course, it is out of ignorance. Because he feels he's showing Allah that, oh Allah, I will not bow to anyone but you. But Allah is asking you to do. So you should do. But he didn't understand. But they say, because within his heart, anger that became enmity, he was carrying against the body that is created from the earth that he used to walk on to be favored and to be honored more than any other creation. Jealousy. He was, and out of arrogance, he was cursed and thrown out of the presence of Allah. The single child of Adam, Allah calls him in the Quran, insan. 65 times Allah called us. Ya ayyuhal insan, O you man, meaning female or male, in different forms, teaching us, showing us all our weaknesses, showing us all the areas we need to cater for to build ourselves to be better than what Iblis thinks we are, reminding us of who we are. When you read the Quran amongst the 114 surahs, 43 surahs, Allah talk about al-insan. Allah has distinguished the human and made him so special that his honor is higher than any other honor. If you ask people when they go to Hajj or Umrah, 
They say the Kaaba is the most honorable, and it's true. But indeed, the honor of man is greater than the honor of the Kaaba. And this is something each one of us should think about. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it so clear that if one of us goes out of his way to spill the blood of one human, killing one human, as if we have killed the whole of humanity. How many billions on the earth? Who would dare to carry the responsibility of killing the whole humans in his time on the earth? Unless somebody who is deaf, dumb and blind. But all this comes because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he brought us down and want us to return to him to be pure and clean, he is testing us. And he says in Surah Al-Furqan, verse 20, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وجعلنا بعضكم لبعض فتنة and we have made some of you for others as a means of test and then he asks the question أتصبرون underline this word أتصبرون ألف هي equal to هل هل تصبرون will you be able to be patient while others are being used to test you to see whether you will be patient or not whether you will be gentle or not whether you will be kind or not whether you will be generous or not and I can carry on this is significant something come to my mind and my heart now Put all this in a very clear picture for each one of us listening now to understand the honor of the children of Adam. Allah says in a hadith Qudsi, the word of Jibreel narrated to us by the Prophet Ya Ibn Adam, O son of Adam, daughter of Adam, I created you for myself. Allahu Akbar. Allah has created you, me, and every individual for himself. And everything else I created for you. Everything we see or we don't, we know or we don't, is created for the benefit of the human here. And even a greater creation in the day of judgment. For the human there. Huge creation. Imagining the last believer with the smallest amount of iman in their heart, committing all sins, doing nothing of good. Be rewarded the Jannah in the day of judgment, ten times as big as the earth itself. This is the last human. And how many billion or trillion humans lived on this earth? Think about that. I created you for me. And everything else I created for you. Do not busy yourself. Waste your time with the creation that I created for you to use as a means to draw you closer to me. But always be busy with me. Allah said in the Quran, 
do remember me, then I will remember you. Washkuruli wala takfurun, and always show gratitude. When you receive my bounties, share them. Don't be stingy or mean or greedy or wicked, evil in your means with others. Be with me. What a beautiful thing. One of those tests that Allah has put between us as human, and Allah says at the end of the verse in Surah Al-Furqan, وَكَانَ رَبُّكَ بَصِيرًا And your Lord is always watching. Nothing can be hidden from Him. Some of these tests, the differing of our cultures. Every group of people, communities, have got their own culture. The culture of England is different than the culture of Egypt. The culture of Egypt is different than the culture of India, and so on. Differing in their shapes, Allah created them. Allah al-Musawwir, when he shaped every human being, he gave different people different shapes. Chinese don't look like Europeans, and Europeans don't look like African, and Africans don't look like Indian. That's the way Allah created us. Moreover, differing in our tongues, the languages that we speak. Differing in our colors. And there are many other differences, even religion, faith. But yet, the majority of us, with all the advancement of technology and the spreading of knowledge, still we are falling into the fairest trap Allah has shown us by example that Iblis has went through and we discriminate against one another by one of these things. My culture is better than your culture. My color is more better than your color. My language is more advanced and so on. That comes out of ignorance. Allah said in the Quran, in Surah Al-Rum, verse 22, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ومن آياته خلق السماوات والأرض and of his signs the creations of the heavens because this is more huge والأرض and the air which is nothing compared to the rest واختلاف ألسنتكم وألوانكم and the differing of your tongues and your colors yes in the differing of the languages we speak and the colors we have there is a test because every nafs, every ego, Allah is trying to purify. Successful will be the one who cleanses his nafs from these attributes of discrimination. In this, there are signs for those who are aware of knowledge, understand, not blind and deaf and dumb, Rasulullah said, Innama lil ahmar aswad. Indeed, I was sent to all different colors. He put al ahmar as all shades. He didn't say white, all shades, because there is nobody who's white. White, white, like white is no. But there are different shades. And there are those who are dark. And Adam himself, Allah created him. By his own hand, the fashion him and called Adam from Uduma from darkness. He was dark. And they say, 
one of the things that made Qabil killed Habil, other than the test Allah put to them in giving their zakah, is that they were supposed to marry a cross. Habil will marry the twin sister of Qabil, and Qabil will marry the twin sister of Habil. And they say there was a dispute about that because Qabil did not like what he's been asked to do. In seeing what he is seeing, and he did not like it. Not knowing that, they all come from the same source. I am saying these words and looking at our world today we live in with all the calamities of yesterday, of countries that used to live in peace, and today they live in turmoil. When I look at Afghanistan, and when the Russian just drove in their tanks and wanted to rule them and change their culture and their faith, and the whole world was upset and angry and fought with them side to side to remove this disease of communism. But yet, there are those who had very, very, very evil intent. And there are those who are weak among the Muslims who thereafter started fighting one another, not knowing or looking at the bigger picture, but fighting for the seat of power in politics. Until today, we could see what is happening. A country that is noble, with a noble history, reduced to killing every day. Not one single day from that time to today, the sun will rise, nobody is being killed. Bloodshed become normal. Children seeing their parents, grandparents, uncles, aunties, siblings, dying every day. Normal. This is just normal. And then, suddenly, Iraq, Syria, Yemen, two countries the Prophet praised, Yemen and Syria, noble people. The whole communities that were living in that country in peace for generations are brought to a position of being destitute, living in tent, dying in the Mediterranean, abused and misused. Noble people dishonored in this way. Happening in Somalia, happening in Libya, happening in part of Sudan and Nigeria and Cameroon. Hidden hands from the evil of the human putting their poison to bring this, but nobody is looking at the honoring of what is Allah has stated already. All humans are responsible, but we as Muslims, we carry a greater responsibility because humans are our brothers and sisters in humanity. But as Muslims, we see it even further, for it is indeed any one of them who carries the light of Iman, Allahu Akbar. They carry more responsibility. And we need to look after them and care for them. Not to think of their destruction. And today we look at the world for the last three months or more. A test is passing us and we are all suffering. People are unemployed. People don't have that which makes their life comfortable to live. Yes, who we live in the Western world somehow our government who yesterday could not have money for improving our hospitals and universities and education in general, they found billion or trillions to look after us today. By hook or crook, 
to show the naivety of us as human beings. Yesterday we couldn't do when there was a need to do, and today we are doing that which we are forced to do out of fear of a virus that we cannot even see. All these tests were going through, and yet more comes. When you have seen this week what happened in America, an innocent young man with a future to live his life, with children who are looking up to see him, taking them by the hand to their schools or colleges, or even delivering them to their partners in marriage, killed in public, killed in public, not by a criminal, not by an evil person or a robber, but by the one who's supposed to be his security, by the one whom we pay from our money to guard his safety within the street. And in public, whereby everybody is noticing and watching and evil more, those who are working with him are not able to put a stop to what was taking place. What happened in America is not just by chance or accident. Allah is trying to show everybody what you saw take place in 8 minutes and 46 seconds of someone who's been abused in the most horrible way publicly for his children to see how he died. In a country whereby it is supposed to be the land of the free, which free person is there? Which free person? Those people who are ruling it today, forget about the public in general, those who are responsible, whether they're in the Senate or in Congress, those who are governors, those who are mayors, those who are leaders in the army and judiciary, those who are in the Supreme Court, why are they silent? Their ancestors who left Europe and went there, it was the land of the free. South America, North America was the land of the free. The Red Indians were traveling with their horses, with their beautiful culture, beautiful languages. They welcomed them, but rather than the host being respected, who opened their arm for them and given what will make them better people, they destroyed them, they killed them, they chased them like animals, they abused them. When the host realized what was happening, they were treated like criminals in their own free land. They were reduced. Today you see in Canada, in North America, and in South America, to live in the jungles. Still, very primitive life. Or in North America, in Canada, living in little areas, free fabricated homes, taking drugs, killing themselves every day. What land of the free? They talk about democracy. Where is democracy? when people are unable to express themselves. This is a time whereby anybody who has faith, they need to speak up. The blame is not only for those who are white to seeing a black man being killed in this way, for every black man and woman of authority in that country to stand up and to say it is wrong, even if they have to leave their job. But democracy is a very strange thing. 
if you say anything against what the party intend, you can't be in the party. What? I see the wrong and I want to say the truth. And I'm not allowed to say it. What democracy is that? Allah has created us free. And Allah wants us to live a free life. By our own choice, even in faith, believing in Allah or not, Allah said, like Rahab al-Din. Those Afro-American people have suffered a lot. My question also to the African ambassadors who are sitting in Washington, seeing this happening, why don't they all come together and call upon the government in America and say, what are you doing? Yet, if anything happened in their countries, that will reduce the benefit of America or any Western countries. Quick, their government will call their ambassadors and tell them off. Even sometime in their own private business in their own countries. But this is, where are the Muslim ambassadors? Where are the Muslim leaders to speak? Or only they just wait to be told what to do? Indeed, today, the evil, that evil which we fear of the jail to come, almost has taken place. Because people see the wrong clearly and nobody is willing to say anything. A murder that has taken place and everybody watched, yet those who have committed it, they could come free. As if they have done nothing. Where is justice? Allah said in the Quran, Inna Allah, Allah commands justice. No peace. No peace without justice. Those people in America who have been taken by force from their land, who were running free in their countries by force, and many of them died and thrown like rubbish into the ocean, abused and misused, their women raped, this is worse than the cattles. Are they free today? Wallahi, they are not free. Even those who are in power among them, even those who are leading as stars of sport or cinema, they're still, all of them, looked at the same way. And if the people are treating them that way, because the law that governs the land allows this to take place. Islam is not a primitive religion. Islam is not a religion that oppresses people. Indeed, Islam came to remove oppression from the earth. Islam came so that people can treat one another equally. The Prophet wasallam was the noblest of all humans. The Prophet is the means of the honor of the children of Adam. The Prophet wasallam. He is our honor here and he will be the best gift of honor to us in the day of judgment. We the sinful. We the wrong. In seeing the wrong and not allowing ourselves to speak the truth, fearing. What, what are we frightened from? The worst that can happen to us to be killed. So what? This man who was killed, the last word he said, ma'am, calling his mother. Allahu Akbar. This is really the saddest moment for humanity. 
America still oppresses people. America still abuses people, not just in the world like in Afghanistan and the Middle East, but everywhere. What they are doing and destroying the world for their greed, 1% of them own 99% of the wealth of their country. What kind of justice is that? This is really something that everyone listening now, wanting the truth, is to open your heart and listen carefully. Don't stand in the wrong side of history. Stand up and be counted to be among those who will say, Rabbun Allah, our Lord is Allah. Let me remind you of the truth of the most noble human being, Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu the man whom no man will ever be like him as a leader, who always spoke the truth. When the Mushrikeen did everything to convince his uncle to leave the truth and offered him everything to marry him the best of women, to give him the kingship to become the king of Arabs and give him all the wealth he needs to be the wealthiest among them. He refused. Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu one day while he's sitting with his uncle Abu Talib and the Mushrikeen came and they said you should leave Muhammad to us or we're gonna fight you. Leave him to us. Because they couldn't do anything. His uncle was so much. And his uncle asked him, please, now it is coming to my honor, to my position in the society. Leave this thing. Although he supported him all the way. And his famous statement, by Allah Almighty God, if they put the sun in my right hand and the moon in my left hand, I will not leave the truth. I will not stop delivering the message of justice the message of good doing, the message of unity, the message of mercy. I will not. And he couldn't talk too much to his uncle and he put his head down and he was weeping and crying. You know why he was crying? Because to show that within him, not just the leadership of being strong in delivering the truth, but the mercy in finding the easiest and the best way of delivering delivering it and then he got up and excused himself and left Abu Talib asked one of his children to run and bring him back and when he sat he said to him son seeing you in this way breaks my heart I'm saying to you go and do whatever you need to do and I will stand by you he never stopped going to the Kaaba he used to go to the Kaaba to pray he used to be pulled and pushed and shoved his companions who became Muslim used to be abused and you all know what happened to Abu Bakr Sadiq when he was beaten until his face was all swollen but they loved him they will do anything for him they spoke the truth they say when upon a time Abu Bakr Sadiq came rushing, throwing the Prophet being pushed and shoved around the Kaaba and somebody pushed him to the wall, holding his neck. People pulling him and he rushed and pushed them to leave him alone. 
they were beating him so bad that he was bleeding and he was carried and taken home. His mother was saying to him, why are you keeping yourself with this? Leave, leave Muhammad. And when he opened his eyes to speak, he asked, how is Muhammad? His mother said to him, what for are you asking such a question? It's only bringing you troubles. Sallallahu ala rasulillah. And then he said to her, please ma'am, go to the sister of Umar al-Khattab, Fatima, because he knows she goes, and ask her how is the Prophet. She went. When she asked her, because she didn't know that anybody else knows other than Abu Bakr, he said to her, I don't know the Prophet, and I don't know Abu Bakr. So she came back and told Abu Bakr, and she came with her. But take me with you to see him, your son. How is he? And when she stood there, he asked her, how is the Prophet? And she looked at him to say, your mother is here. She doesn't know that I'm a Muslim. I'm hiding my Islam. She said, she is my mother, just speak. She said, he's fine. Guess what? With all the trouble he was going through, he can't even walk properly. He said to his mother and Fatima, please carry me to Muhammad. And they carried him. And the moment he entered and all his clothes are full of blood and his face is all swollen. The Prophet hugged him. Imagine. And instead of talking about his anguish and fear and what happened to him, he was asking the Prophet how are you? Are you safe? The Prophet said, what about you? He said, no, Ya Rasulullah. As long as you are okay, I'm okay. They gave their life to him, and they gave their life to everybody else. They will never stand away from that. And what happened to those who are poor, the slaves like Bilal was absolutely uncalled for. Bilal, because of his color, he was discriminated against. He was abused. They used to beat him up so much and then tie him with ropes and pull him on the road. The children, not everyone, the children pulling him people throwing rubbish at him, throwing stones at him. It came to a position, they used to put him in like a, a, a cage made of metal and hang him up and beneath him they put flames, fire, to bring more heat in the mid-day sun, too hot in Mecca, wanting him just to leave Muhammad Sallallahu And what he used to say, ahad, ahad, nothing else. But the Prophet Sallallahu to show the real human rights, and I'm saying this because today, where is the United Nations? Where is human rights? Why the United Nations not to speak to America and say, this is a human being? Can you imagine if this happened to a dog? Will the world be silent? Any animal? This is a human being being treated like that. Subhanallah, one day the Prophet came and he saw next to the Kaaba, Bilal was pushed down and people were walking over him, using him as a mat. This is the worst position a human can be in, to be reduced to nothing. All his dignity and honor that Allah gave to him as a child of Adam, included in this honoring of وَلَقَدْ كَرَّمْنَا بَنِي Adam, is being taken away from him. And who's abusing him? Other children of Adam who have been misguided misled by whom by shaitan and by their own evil egos within themselves 
the day of the conquest of Mecca, and listen to this carefully, to show human rights the way they should be, to the abused and the oppressed. It was a great day, the greatest day for Rasulullah. A clear evidence of the greatest opening ever take place. Everybody rushed to the Prophet. All the people of Mecca were there, and the Prophet forgave them. Abu Sufyan, the leader of the Mushrikeen, became a Muslim. Allahu Akbar. The Prophet was looking around. And everybody is trying to show himself from among the big companions. Prophet said, where is Bilal? Where is Bilal? Poor Bilal, being abused all his life before Islam, being reduced to nothing in Islam by the Mushrikeen of Mecca, and being treated worse than the treatment of any creature Allah has created, to the point where people used to walk over him around the Kaaba to say that you are nothing. Bilal was hiding behind the men, giving himself no position. Nothing wants nothing. Come, come here, Bilal. The Prophet brought him. And he said to him this. Ta'ala ya Bilal. Come to me, O Bilal. Wasalli ma'i fi Kaaba And pray with me inside the Kaaba. Yes, inside the Kaaba. Wallahi la yusalliyanni ma'i ahadan. Illa am. By Allah Almighty God, none can pray with me inside the Kaaba except you. All people were shocked. Muslim than non-Muslims. How dare he do, does this? Take the words of the human being, the slave, the nothing, and to put him in that highest position? Subhanallah, the strangest thing, Abu Lahab was standing there. When Abu Lahab was standing, are looking, feeling upset and angry. How can Muhammad do such a thing? And then the Prophet went inside with Bilal and they prayed. What an honor! What an honor! And what a leadership! And what a, a beautiful heart of a human being to take the least of the human at that time who have been mistreated and abused because Allah honored him. The Prophet wanted to show them. You are all from Adam and Adam is made of the dust. There is no bitterness in the Arabs above the non-Arabs only by piety and vice versa. They came out of the Kaaba and people were shocked and, and then the Prophet said Ya Abu Bakr, Abu Bakr rushed to him. Ya Umar, Umar came. He said, stand by the black stone. They stood by the black stone. He said, Ya Bilal, climb above the Kaaba. Bilal said, but Ya Rasulullah, it's too high. How can I climb? He said, put your right foot on the shoulder of Abu Bakr and put your left foot on the shoulder of Umar and let them help you to climb over it. People were absolutely shocked. And Abu Lahab says, I wished at that moment Allah will put me under the ground not to allow me to see this man. And he didn't call him a man. His word, just like this Abu Jahl said, okay, Inni latamannaytu. Indeed I wished anna batna al-ardiyum ahabba ilayya min zahirah that the 
Deep earth is better for me today, I'm more beloved than standing over it. فَلَا أَرَى هَذَا الْغُرَابِ That I do not see this raven, black raven. استغفر الله العظيم. Calling a human that. يَنْعِقُ عَلَى ظَهْرِ هَذِي كَعْبَةِ Making the voice of a donkey, calling the adhan that above the Kaaba. Abu Bakr Siddiq and Umar, they were happy, they lifted him, they were praising Allah, he climbed up and he made the most beautiful adhan. Listen to this. Listen to the true human rights of Islam. In front of everybody, the Prophet wants to show an example and he said this, Ya Bilal, O Bilal, this Kaaba, this house made of stone, in the sight of God, is the greatest on this earth. However, you, Bilal, today, this day, you are more great and more honorable in the sight of God than the Kaaba itself. By Allah Almighty, the one that is not worthy to be worshipped but Him, you are better. Then Allah revealed. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا أيها الناس أو يو بيبول إنا خلقناكم من ذكر وأنثى We created you from a male آدم عليه السلام أنا فيميل حواء عليه السلام وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائلا And we made you into nations and tribe to fight one another No To envy one another No To have argument and difficulties with one another No to do business with one another? No. لتعارفوا. So that you can get connected. Living together. Marrying from each other. Having that beautiful unity in manifesting the meaning of La ilaha illallah. Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. Not ana lillah. Inna all of us. We are all from him. And for sure, all of us will be back to him. Allahu Akbar. Inna akramakum indallahi atqaakum. Indeed, the most honorable amongst you, the most noblest, the one who fears Allah most, who have respect to Allah, by avoiding what he has forbidden and striving to do what he has commanded. We just came out of Ramadan fasting to achieve taqwa and this is happening. Honoring to the children of Adam is not because of their position or status, not because of their social status, not because of their ranking in their jobs, not because of their wealth, not because even of their tribe or the nation they come from. If the Americans today think they are the best nation in the world, the children of Israel before they said, we are the chosen people of Allah. Look what Allah did and tested them by. The righteous among them, they know. So they are striving to correct themselves. But the blind and the deaf and the dumb, they still think that. That's why they are oppressing the Palestinians. People who have seen in less than a hundred years ago, their people were roasted in ovens, abused and put to hunger, to death. And today they're abusing 
people in, in their land. You came to them in their land and you are abusing them. Allahu Akbar. The world is absolutely going wrong. The world is absolutely going in a way and a direction. Only those whom Allah loves will stand to speak the truth. Be counted. Be among those who will say it. Don't fear anybody. The Prophet says, when the jail time comes, halal become haram and haram become halal. The truth become falsehood and falsehood become the truth. You know it today through social media. Even the most reputable television stations, radio stations, the news that is being brought, most of it is false news. We don't know where the truth is. But we know if we have faith in our heart, the truth is within. Say the truth has come and falsehood has vanished. For indeed, falsehood by nature or by its nature is always vanishing. Oh Muslims, oh people who are supposed to be the best of nations brought forth to mankind. That position of being the best is because of your example in Muhammad Muhammad the one who was perfected in creation and made perfect in manners. The one who brought knowledge when Allah said to him, Iqra. The one who says, I was sent as a teacher. The one whom Allah praised to be of the noblest of characters. And sent not to us, not to the jinns. Not even to the animals, but to the whole creation, living or dead, as a mercy. If you are a Muslim following this noblest of human being, let not your nafs guide you to see the wrong and stay silent or be blind. Not to be guided by the fear within yourself. For indeed, when Allah is testing us by fear, the righteous will always not fear the test or the means of the test. Like the corona, I'm not frightened from the corona or dying from it, but we are frightened from Allah. And it is a test Allah has brought to show us that we have neglected our families. We have neglected our children. We have neglected our life united together. Only yesterday, everybody is living his own life, sitting in the same table to eat their meals, but yet everybody in his own social world, through his mobile or whatever. Brothers and sisters, we are Muslims. Wallahi, it is an honor to be a Muslim. Wallah, it's an honor like no other honor. Because a Muslim who submits to the will of Allah, who prays the five daily prayers in time, who fasts Ramadan for Allah's sake, avoiding all that which will make it not accepted. The one who have went to Hajj or planning to go to Hajj just to do it out of love to Allah, the one who bring out and giving charity his zakah properly, the one who respects his parents, his elders, the one who always strive to do good, knowing that the best of people are those who do good and benefit humans and benefit other creatures. This person 
will never allow himself to be in the wrong side of history. Today, I and you have a position to stand. I and you have a word to say. I and you will be questioned at the day of judgment. We can't say we haven't seen or we haven't heard. Anybody who have humanity in their heart, anybody who is a real human, anybody who have faith or a Muslim must have mercy in their hearts. Seeing what we have seen should make you weep within and cry so that people can see and hear your cry. I'm so grateful. Most of the people who are walking in America, again, is what has happened. They're young, not from the same race the deceased is from. There are some of them from there, but the majority of those who put the law and abused those whom they think they are less than them by the law from their children and grandchildren. Shame on them. Shame on those people who are looking at their children walking out. Again, it's what has happened, but yet they are not taking heed. And shame of us, all of us who are watching all over the world. And we have nothing to say. Shame on our governments across the world. None of them is able to say anything because now we are slaves for the dollar, we are slaves for currencies of the world and gold and silver, we are slaves of the dunya. We do what we are told for a benefit that soon will vanish. But we should realize we should live for the hereafter. For Allah says, Indeed, the hereafter is the real life, if only you know. I hope and I pray the word I'm saying should open hearts. The word I'm saying should make people feel that if Sayyidina Muhammad is alive today, by Allah Almighty God, he will be standing tall and saying, this is wrong. This is wrong. When the hypocrites used to do a lot of evil in his surrounding and creating fitna, some of the great companions like Umar al-Khattab saying, Ya Rasulullah, let us kill them. We know who they are. He said, would you like the others to say that Muhammad sallam kills his companions? I'm not sent to kill. I'm sent to medicate, erase the darkness from the heart and fill those hearts with life. I'm the mercy. I'm not here to bring anguish and fear. I'm not here to bring destruction, but I'm here to build humans. Not to build the land, but to build humans. My dear sisters and brothers, everything that we are going through today is something that we can learn from. And we can increase our faith through. And we can become one as Allah intended us to be, standing shoulder to shoulder, fighting evil, standing with the truth. May Allah the Almighty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, who created me and you, and who has given us the best of gifts, being Muslims, and honored us to be among the followers of the noblest of human, with the greatest of characters, the mercy of the world, that Allah will allow us to come out of this more stronger, shining with the light of Allah, so that others can see our light, 
and be guided to the truth. Let's say Amin and pray for the oppressed all over the world. Let's say Amin and pray for the children who have done nothing wrong and their parents are taken from them by a nation that are powerful. How many children are orphaned in Afghanistan now? In the countryside whereby weapon companies in the Western world, in Russia, in China, are using them as a test ground. Who is there for them but Allah? Let us cry for the children who are underground in Africa, digging for the diamond that we buy with the money that is being stolen from its people. For those children who are waving the best of carpets in India, whereby who are buying it to walk over it, and those children are being chained. They don't see even the light of the day. Let us pray for those children in South America who have no home, but they live in the tunnels of the wastewater and sewage, whereby if they live in the streets, the police chases them as if they are parasites. Let's pray for the homeless, those who have no home, no shelter. Let's pray for the suffering. Let's pray for the orphans. Let's pray for the widows. Let's pray for those who have nothing, nothing to offer, because they were not given the opportunity to have anything. Those Afro-American people in America, they're humans. Their history is a lesson for all of us. Yesterday, their ancestors were free, but they were brought, and they were abused, and still the abuse is taking place in the land that used to be the land of the free, but no longer it is the land of the free. The land of those people who want to have an opportunity, but they who starve themselves building it, they have no opportunity in it. Let's pray and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove all these ills and to allow us to be among those who will be shining with the truth. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على نبي الرحمة وهادي الأمة أول من تشق عنه الأرض ويدخل الجنة النبي المعصوم المرحوم النبي ذا الخلق العظيم النبي الذي قد بعث رحمة للعالمين الذي من به يهتدى فقال المولى عز وجل إنك تهدي من تشاء ومحمد صلى الله عليه وسلم you will guide as we guide through your mercy and your generosity and your kindness. And you will guide to the straight path of Muhammad. O oh Allah, we seek refuge in you from all the ills, specifically the ills of our own egos. And we ask of you to protect us from shaitan and all the shayateen. ونعوذ بك من فتنة المسيخ الدجال and we seek refuge in you from the fitna of المسيخ الدجال oh Allah we seek refuge in you from all the evil that we know and the evil we don't know اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن بطن لا تشبع ومن عين لا تدمع ونعوذ بك اللهم من علم 
لا ينفع والله وفكرة في جنيو from knowledge that bring us no benefit from eyes that bring no tears from stomachs that eats and consume and never full والله وفكرة في جنيو from every evil that we know or we don't والله those people who are suffering being oppressed all over the world and specifically the Afro-American Ya Allah Allah, our hearts are bleeding for them. Allow us to do something through our dua that you will relieve the mothers who are crying for the children. Allah, allow us to be the best example for them to lead a better life, Ya Karim. Allah, we ask you for the children who are oppressed all over the world, the women who have been abused and oppressed and raped every day, Ya Karim. Oh Allah, for the poor and the needy, the destitute and the homeless. Oh Allah, for the people who are living in their own land, being abused in Yemen, in Libya, in Sudan, in Cameroon, in Nigeria, in Yemen, in Afghanistan, in Syria, in Iraq. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, remove the oppression, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whom can we turn to but you? Whom can we ask but you? There is none who can give us what we ask, and there is none who can save us but you. La ilaha illa anta subhanaka rabbana. Bika amanna wa alayka tawakkanna wa ilayka anabna wa ilayka al-masir. We believe in you, we trust in you, we depend upon you, we seek only from you, we tend to none but you, and we fear none but you, O Allah. O Allah, by Muhammad sallallahu and the mercy that within him, accept our dua. Heal all our sikhs, anybody who's not feeling well. All those who are in the front line trying to save us from the diseases that are going through, save them, Ya Karim. Those who died, forgive them. Those who are alive, give them tawfiq. And all the young people, oh Allah, give them tawfiq to live a life of dignity and honor, Ya Karim. And we send special salam on Salat Rasulullah. Salat wa salamu alayka, Ya Sayyidi, Ya Rasulullah. Salat wa salamu alayka, Ya Sayyidi, Ya Nabi Allah. Salat wa salamu alayka, Ya Sayyidi, Ya Habib Allah. Salat wa salamu alayka, Ya Imam al-Mursaleen. Salat wa salamu alayka, Ya Khatam al-Nabi. صلاة والسلام عليك يا خير أخلق الله يا أجمعين ألف صلاة وألف سلام عليك وعلى لبيتك أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين يضى الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو أهله يضى الله عنا والدين خير الجزاء يضى الله عنا معلمين خير الجزاء يضى الله عنا مشايخنا خير الجزاء والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته